Welcome to the Diabetic Toolbox, where we are helping midlife folks win the battle against pre-diabetes by helping them to lose weight naturally, heal their mindset, and strengthen their body using yoga and walking. Hosted by award-winning podcaster, certified diabetes lifestyle coach, and yoga teacher, Renee Reed. At the Diabetic Toolbox, we are on a mission to reduce the number of amputations and the number of people who die each year due to complications associated with type 2 diabetes. If you are ready to heal, connect, and grow, you, my friend, are in the right place. Let's get started. everyone and welcome back to the show. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to invite you to join me for the Healing Circle, our free monthly gathering for women over 50 who are navigating through a pre-diabetes or type 2 diabetes diagnosis. This is a safe and welcoming place for midlife women to gather where we promote healing, self-care, and self-love. Our meeting is a combination of learning new tools and processing the challenges of diabetes, because I believe that it is time for us to stop surviving and to start thriving. Often when women are dealing with a chronic illness, they may feel isolated. This is your time to learn new tools and connect with other powerful women who understand what you are going through. Our next meeting will be November 11th at noon. And our training this month is called, Why is Losing Belly Fat So Hard? Inside the training, I'm going to give you some tips to help you reduce that waistline, but also tell you why losing that belly fat is so important to your overall health. So click the link in the show notes and join us today. Hey guys, how are you doing? I mean, really, how are you doing? I know that it is the end of the year. If you're listening to this episode in real time, it is Halloween. And that means that there are only two months left. In 2022. So I want to ask you a question. Are you where you thought you would be on your wellness journey when you made your New Year's resolution at the beginning of the year? If you answered yes, congratulations! Excellent job. Keep up the good work. I mean it because you, my friend, are an inspiration to the rest of us. But if you answer no, then this episode is for you. And to be honest, I am answering no also. Last October, I was so pumped after completing my first half marathon. Months of consistent training, support from my walking buddy, shout out to my daughter-in-law, Chelsea, And to my friend Erica, who was a great accountability partner and coach, had gotten me to the finish line. I planned to rest up a bit 
and then complete another half marathon in December before beginning my training for a summer sprint triathlon. Now, I have been dreaming of doing a triathlon for 30 years. My son, Matt, will be 30 in November, and it was right after he was born that I discovered the sport, and I loved it. But everyone around me discouraged me from doing it. They kept telling me there was no way I could do three sports in one day. I was a mom, for God's sakes, and I should just be a mom. And so I gave up my dream. But last year, after people also told me I could never do a half marathon, and I did, I knew that I could do this triathlon. So I wanted to start training for it. And I was so excited. And then it didn't happen. Nothing I planned as far as my wellness goals happened. My job, which was already stressful, became even more stressful when one of our team members left. Then my car died and I had to get a new one, an expense I was not expecting. My family suffered the loss of one of my uncles and we were devastated. And to top it all off, I had some other added expenses to my budget and I had to get a second job. In the face of all this stress and overwhelm, I let go of the one thing I said I would never let go of again, my self-care. My old eating patterns started to emerge and I gained weight. I beat myself up. And once again, I was afraid to schedule my yearly physical for fear that my doctor would ask, what happened? You lost all the weight, and now you've gained some of it back. You made such great progress. You don't want your prediabetes to return, do you? So, to put off hearing her words, I put off my physical until I just couldn't put it off anymore. But I knew that something had to change. It's so easy to gain 12 pounds. But I didn't want my 12 pounds to become 20 pounds. And so the difference between this time of starting again, unlike the last 100 times when I was yo-yo dieting, is that I knew exactly what to do. And that, my friend, is what I want to share with you today. I want to encourage you not to wait until January 2023 to start your wellness journey. There are eight weeks left in this year, plenty of time to make significant strides towards your wellness goal. You do not have to wait until the holidays are over. We will not put our health on hold waiting to celebrate three days of the year. The three tips that I will share with you will make your holiday season even more enjoyable. 
And finally, you do not have to wait until things in your life settle down because, sis, let's face it, that's not going to happen. There will always be a fire to put out. The world is crazy. Instead of waiting until next year, I want you to dry your tears, put your big girl panties on, just like I did, and start with tip number one. Show yourself some grace. When I was a professional dieter, I was always my worst critic. I cringe when I think of the mean things I used to say to myself. Things like, girl, you should know better by now. Or, with all your education and certifications, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And those were some of the milder comments. Maybe your inner critic is wrecking havoc on your self-confidence. And you are thinking, I'll just wait till next year to you fill in the blank. I want you to stop, give yourself a hug, and tell yourself that you are stronger than this setback. And that you will come back from it. And you know what? You will. Tip number two is to get moving. Hey, I'm a wellness coach, and this is a health and wellness show. What kind of coach would I be if I didn't get you up and moving? I want you to write down one workout you enjoy and that you can commit to doing 150 minutes of each week. Write down where you will complete your chosen training and what time. Now, don't overcomplicate this. Your workout could be as simple as, I'm going to swim 20 laps five days a week. Or, I'm going to cycle for 30 days a week. 30 minutes, sorry. 30 minutes, Monday through Friday. Or, my goal is to walk 30 minutes, Monday through Friday. That's it. Do not overload your mind or your schedule with a workout plan that you are going to dread and one that will be challenging to keep up with. Your goal is to move 150 minutes each week. You will naturally lose some weight, but you are also going to reduce your stress and calm your inner critic. I am three months into my new walking program, and in the beginning, everything hurt, and I was more than a little ashamed of myself, but I kept going, and now my anxiety is under control, and I have lost the weight I gained. Plan for the unexpected, though. There will be days when you may have to shift your time or break your workout into smaller chunks. And that is okay. It's better to do a 30-minute workout 10 minutes at a time than not do it at all. Set boundaries and remind yourself that this is your time and that you, you are important. Tip number three. Reconnect with your community. The first thing I did when my world fell apart 
was distance myself from my coach, my accountability partner, my workout buddy, and my community. To quote one of my coaches, Stacy Morgan Stern, transformation happens in a community, not in isolation. And she's right. I know that if I had not let my shame overtake me and shut myself off from my community, my workout buddy, and my coach, I probably would not have regained the 12 pounds of my 43-pound weight loss. I would have been kinder to myself, and I would have been better able to protect my mental health. So I want to encourage you to reconnect with your community. Find your tribe. These are the folks who will love you, support you, push you to be your best self, and give you a little kick in the booty when you need it. So let's recap. Show yourself some grace. Stop beating yourself up and remind yourself that difficulties allow me to exercise my focus and determination. I believe in you, so start believing in yourself. Do not wait for some arbitrary date to start, like the holidays to end or for things to calm down in your life. Start now. Schedule your movement. Choose an activity you love or like and commit to 150 minutes of moderate exercise each week. If you need to break your workout into smaller chunks, do it and feel good about it. Connect with your community. Do not try to do this alone. If you don't have a community, email me at info at thediabetictoolbox.com and I will send you the information on our next Healing Circle event. The Healing Circle is a free monthly gathering for women who are navigating through a pre-diabetes or type 2 diabetes diagnosis, and we will be your community. Remember, your self-care has to be your priority if you are going to reverse or successfully manage your diabetes. When you function at your highest level, every area in your life is better your work, your relationship, your health and finances will shine because you have decided to put yourself first. Okay, my friends, I know that was a lot. It's actually four tips, I think, instead of three. But <laughs> that's all I have for you today. Click the show notes or head over to thediabetictoolbox.com to follow the blog so you don't miss a new blog post or podcast episode. And remember, you are stronger than you give yourself credit and more blessed than you know. I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Click the link in the show notes to follow the podcast and blog so you don't miss an episode or post. If you would like to support the work we're doing, you can donate by clicking the link below. 
Your contributions help us to continue providing free virtual and in-person yoga and diabetes prevention classes in our communities. Thank you so much for your support. Let's continue this conversation on Instagram. You can find me at the Diabetic Toolbox. I love hearing from you guys. And do me a favor, share this episode with someone you love. There are 88 million people in the U.S. alone diagnosed with prediabetes. Let's help them out. I will talk to you soon. Have a wonderful day.